Did you know that a medication initially designed to treat diabetes could also be a game changer in the world of psychiatry? It's a known reality that several psychiatric medications, especially antipsychotics and antidepressants, come with the hefty price of weight gain. This isn't just about fitting to those old genes, but a serious concern that could lead to severe physical health issues like diabetes, heart disease, and a plethora of others. Moreover, the added weight can spiral into a cycle of self-esteem issues, further exacerbating mental health conditions. It's a vicious cycle that leaves many feeling trapped, and often leads to frustration that leads to stopping these essential psychiatric medications. Imagine finally finding a medication that helps with your mental health, only to realize that it's destroying your body. For docs like me, it's the dilemma of helping one problem, but then creating another one. Enter the solution. GLP-1 agonists like semaglutide, better known as Ozempic or Wagovi, and GLP-1 agonists and GIP analogs like terzepatide or Manjaro. But wait, why am I, a psychiatrist, talking about and prescribing diabetes medications to my patients? Isn't that, well, body medicine? Well, stick around and I will let you know. And who am I? My name is Dr. Salman Aziz Mirza, triple board certified in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And you'll soon find out if I'm the reason there is currently a shortage of these meds. What exactly are these medications? And why have they caused such a public interest that we haven't seen since Viagra came out back in 1998? GLP-1 agonists, short for glucagon-like peptide 1 agonists, are a class of medications primarily known for their role in managing type 2 diabetes. GIP analogs, glucose-dependent insulinotropic polypeptides, also help with diabetes. For simplicity's sake, I'll refer to these medications as GLP-1 agonists going forward. GLP-1 agonists are like that friend who reminds you to stop eating when you are full by enhancing the effect of a hormone called GLP-1. This hormone is naturally produced in our intestines and has a say in regulating our appetite and blood sugar levels. When you're eating, GLP-1 nudges the brain to signal that it's time to put down the fork. These medications amplify the signal, aiding it in better appetite control, better blood sugar control, and consequently, better weight control. And the results? Literally life-changing. Diabetes has long been identified as the cause of so many chronic medical conditions and so many years of life lost. Now, there's a highly effective treatment that comes in a once-weekly painless injection. One news outlet called it bariatric surgery in a pen. With its ease of use and literally miraculous results, it wasn't long before other fields of medicine started to pay attention, including psychiatry. But how does this apply? In the world of psychiatry, where medications play a pivotal role in alleviating distressing symptoms, there lies a common adversary, weight gain. This issue not only hampers the physical health of individuals, but also casts a shadow on their mental well-being. The story of weight gain associated with psychiatric medications is a familiar one. For many, it's an uninvited and unwelcome guest that accompanies the potential relief of psychiatric symptoms. Antidepressants, antipsychotics, and mood stabilizers, though indispensable in managing mental health conditions, often carry with them the added pounds. And we're not talking about one or two pounds, no. Some of these medications can lead to 40, 50 pounds gained, and even more. Because of this, these medications are often stopped either by the patient themselves or the doctors prescribing it, which can lead to its own set of problems. Now, the introduction of medications like GLP-1 agonists brings with it a glimmer of hope. Psychiatrists in the past have used other diabetes medications like metformin to help mitigate some of the weight gain with these medications. But metformin is not always tolerated well and can lead to things like hypoglycemia, having a low blood sugar. 
GLP-1 agonists do not lead to hypoglycemia, so this is a clear advantage. Recent studies have begun shedding light on this subject, painting a picture of optimism. Evidence suggests that GLP-1 agonists, by modulating appetite and body weight, could act as a counterforce to the weight gain induced by antipsychotic medications. I've seen it firsthand. Patients who have prescribed it to have gotten a better grasp on their health, both physically and mentally, with them saying that for the first time, that that internal food chatter was finally silenced, that they understood portion control for the first time in their lives and could finally say, I'm full and I don't need to eat anymore. Substance and alcohol use disorders have been around forever, sometimes leaving individuals and families in a whirlpool of despair, with countless lives lost. America is unfortunately setting records for overdose deaths year after year. We have decades of history telling us that what we've been doing for treatment just doesn't cut it. Not only that, but the rehab industry is deeply problematic and predatory, but that's a topic for another day. Here again, GLP-1 agonists step into the limelight, with a lot of patients unexpectedly reporting effects hinting at their potential and reducing cravings for numerous substances. Could these agents provide a new pathway towards safe use, a beacon of hope in the dark sea of addiction? The findings from recent studies are indeed heartening. They suggest that GLP-1 agonists might have a role in reducing alcohol consumption, cravings, and even the incidences of relapses. And it's not just alcohol. Other studies have shown evidence of reducing nicotine use, cocaine use, and other amphetamine use. Once again, I've seen this in my patients, the ability to have one drink and say that's enough when before it may have been much more, or the total lack of desire to use nicotine. This is really huge and something I'm definitely keeping an ear to the ground for. Along with hope for a massive positive advancement in treatment of psychiatric disorders and substance use disorders, there comes a string of concerns. Could these medications be misused, especially by individuals fixated on losing weight? The blurry line between need and want, medical necessity and desire, creates a whirlpool of apprehensions and public outcry. And the fear of these medications being misused, especially after hearing celebrities like Kim Kardashian publicly saying how she used it to lose weight before an event, well, it's a reality, especially when there is a shortage of the medication and people who rely on them can't get it. Addressing these concerns requires a nuanced understanding and a responsible approach. First and foremost, the use of GLP-1 agonists should always be under the vigilant eye of a healthcare professional. These medications are not a one-size-fits-all solution and require a thorough evaluation of an individual's health status before being prescribed. Moreover, education on the proper use, potential benefits, and risks associated with these medications is paramount. Clear guidelines on the proper use of GLP-1 agonists can act as a sturdy fence, guarding against misuse. So when the social media ads for semaglutide delivered overnight show up, be careful. As we start to wrap up, there is an aura of hope around GLP-1 agonists and similar medications. For those psychiatrists that are of the school of thought that psychiatric disorders or metabolic disorders or ones who aren't such strong supporters of psychiatric medications as a whole, perhaps this group of medications and treatments can be an additional avenue for interventions. The preliminary findings we discussed today are just a glimpse into what could be a new era in managing the intertwined concerns of wake management, substance use disorders, and psychiatric care. The dream of staying ahead and understanding psychiatric medication trends isn't a distant star but a reality that's slowly taking shape with each passing study, each trial, each shared experience from the medical community, and every time a patient starts off a conversation with, you know what else I noticed, doc? 
Like always, it's crucial to remember that every individual's pathway through mental health is unique. The information shared today is education, not a treatment recommendation. If there was something here that did pique your interest, please make sure to talk about it with your doctor before pursuing any sort of treatments. Now, if this voyage into the heart of GLP-1 agonist potential resonated with you or sparked a flicker of curiosity, I invite you to be a part of this community. Hit the like button, subscribe, and share this video with others. Your engagement fuels more content like this, propelling a shared journey towards better understanding. Together, let's continue to unravel the mysteries, tackle the concerns, and celebrate the advancements in mental health care. Until next time, be safe and be well.